Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. Before your favorite AfterBuzz TV after show begins, I'm so excited to tell you that my new cookbook is out. It's called The Every Girl's Guide to Cooking. It's the quickest, fastest, easiest, most amazing recipes for kitchen newbies and chefs alike. Please check out mariamenounos.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! You're not watching Mermaids. You're watching the Cooper Bear after show. But this is so classic and fitting for the episode. That's where it is. Oh, yeah. Very pleasantly surprised to learn that James and I both grew up watching Mermaids and know the movie and love the movie. I think that's like one of the only other movies that that guy did that wasn't Roger Rabbit. Like, the, the love interest that's, like, interesting. Oh, you in know chair? what else he's in, though? Pretty in Pink. Or, um, yes, Pretty in Pink. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's the love interest. He's Molly Ringwald's love interest in Pretty in Pink. Really? I only knew him from Pretty in Pink and Mermaids. Mm. But you're saying he's in who's, who's Who framed, framed Roger, Roger Rabbit? Rabbit? I'm pretty okay. sure he's the, the lieutenant ah. cop detective guy. Nothing we're but just, trivia on AfterBuzz, folks. We're just letting it roll. We... We're just letting it play. <laughs> But it was quite an interesting episode. Uh, yes. Episode eight. How to survive. Uh, I'm sorry. Yes. How eight. to survive a horrible landlord. Episode six. I'm sorry. How to survive a horrible landlord. Uh, well, first, uh, welcome to AfterBuzz for Cooper Barrett's Guide to Surviving Life. I'm your host, Tamara Brown. You can find me on Twitter at Brown Tamara. Uh, I'm... Along with Tamara, my name is James Frank. You can find me on Twitter at the Jimbo Slice. T H E E J I M B O S L I C E. Yes. Bam. Let's get into this episode. So, how to survive a horrible landlord? Um, did you relate? Do you have? How, what's your landlord like? Did you relate to this my one? My landlord's my mother-in-law. Really? So I definitely relate to this one. No. <laughs> is she? Um, she's great. A is she horrible? And no, B is she going to see this? No, she's fantastic, and she probably won't watch this. <laughs> but she's awesome. She's really good. That's good. Yeah. Luckily. I have a decent... I've actually... I've lived in the same apartment for 12 years. Wow. Yeah. I've never... I've never moved apartments. I've only ever lived in one apartment. That's awesome. um, Since I've been an adult. And um, uh, my landlord is fine. We have this very awkward relationship, I feel, because... He, he's a good landlord. I call. I, I rarely, rarely, rarely want to bother my landlord. I call. Something's broke, and he always does this hemming, hawing, trying to tell me I did something, even when it's clearly not. Like if there's, you know, you bought the house that came two bedrooms, one tree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like, like it's somehow my fault, or he gives me some sort of talking to about something unrelated. But I'm always, I'm always just like whatever, just 
fix it, and he does. It's yeah. always it's my mom was a landlord for like twenty years. Yeah. So yeah. So like uh. I saw how like she dealt with people, and like totally just like be nice to your landlords because like they can throw away those noise complaints that mm-hmm. people give, and they can make sure that like. Oh, you're not supposed to put things on your patio, but I'm going to ignore that barbecue that's sitting there, you know, like kind of things as opposed to like when you're mean to your landlord, they're going to make sure that every noise complaint gets put in there and that like, oh, nothing should be on your patio, not a patio chair. (laughs) And this Cooper Barrett takes place in Los Angeles Mm -hmm. and I have a couple friends, two friends actually, who their landlords have raised their rent like $300 or more. One one of them, their landlord just raised their rent $300. The other one just raised it $600 just because property values in the mm-hmm. city are constantly, constantly, constantly going up. And you they people will always pay. You can rent a studio for $1,500, and that's insane, but somebody will pay it. So And there's like no regulation on that. <clears throat> Like next month, yeah. they could do the same thing, and they have mm-hmm. nothing to. Well, fight they do about. have to when when they're going to raise your rent like that. They do have to give you like ninety days warning. Um, if you if it's like rent controlled, they have to uh, pay for your moving costs. Is that a thing in Los mm-hmm. Angeles? I thought that was just a New York thing. It, well, if you're rent controlled, they have to pay your moving costs and give you. And my my one friend who. It's being raised three hundred bucks. They're they're doing. I actually feel bad for the landlord because she's doing everything that she's supposed to be doing, and he's still freaked out about it, giving her a hard time. But oh yes, oh the trials of renting. Yeah, uh, it's always always. Um, this really is the guide to surviving a horrible life. <laughs> yeah, um, this In many is many different aspects. This is this is one of those episodes that I would have really liked to have seen them play up the Los Angeles because um, you don't really know that. They, they they don't they downplay the fact that this show takes place in LA. There's mm-hmm. nothing that's particularly Los Angeles about this show. Which is weird. <clears throat> why do you think they do that? Like you would think yeah, that why is like, it even if in you're LA, paying if to not... shoot here, you might as well acknowledge that you're shooting here. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, somehow I maybe thought, maybe one of them one of them should have an industry job or they should live uh, next to Skid Row or something that yeah. just Something that lets you know some that love letter. I love I love anything that's a love letter to L.A. Hmm. I don't know. Well, later on in the episode, uh, <clears throat> they pop up at somewhere that's like literally like 15 minutes from my house that I've ate at. Oh so yeah. So I was just like, oh, that's the halfway house. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, so, oh really? Yeah. When we get there, I put a okay. little star next to it. Um, so one thing I did enjoy was uh, right off the top was um, Cooper and well after after we see the predicament that they are eventually in at the end of the episode uh, rolling down the high freeway on, on a and runaway. It was funny because like that intro looked a lot <clears throat> like the intro from the wedding episode where they were like oh that's driving true. in the back of the car with the chickens or whatever mm-hmm. and it was like the same scenario probably even the same road off the 126 <laughs> you know it was just like oh this looks familiar <laughs> um and then we cut to the hallway where um cooper and kelly um are having a very jovial moment and um kelly says something to the effect of uh when cooper um drinks too much he takes on a british accent and he's like Oh, and she's like, your British accent's terrible, which is awesome, because as we know, the actor uh, who plays Cooper um, is, is he British. Really British. He's British. That's great. Yeah. That's like the guy from <clears throat> Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, um, Jax, the Jax guy that is Jax British. Teller. So <laughs> many people, and like the entire cast of Walking Dead is British. Really, almost. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, these British actors playing. In fact, I found a clip of I'm, God, I'm blanking on his name, and I'm I can't find it right now. Cooper. I, yeah, but the <laughs> actors. Uh, God, I. Uh, he has three names. Um, yeah, I found a clip of him saying uh, in like an interview with people that like it's easier for him to do, or uh, it sometimes he will do an American accent in like regular life because people understand him better huh. <laughs> when he does a British accent. It's a longer conversation. We had an Australian guy come in here and do shows, and he would have like a similar thing. His name was Carlo, mm-hmm. but whenever you would say it, people thought he said Carlos, and he's um. like, "No, my name is Carlo." <laughs> so he would do like a hardcore English like American accent like, "Hey bro, my name's Carlo Cologne." And like, <laughs> "Oh." I love when British people do American accents, yeah. but Cooper does such a good job with it. You you wouldn't know he was British. Sometimes sometimes you can tell an actor um sometimes you can tell an actor might be British, but I think he does a great American accent. Um, so, a lot of uh, will they, won't they between Cooper and Kelly this episode. Um, we have Virgil, the landlord. Hmm. Hello. Interesting stuff going on in the studio right now. More landlord issues. <laughs> we have a land- our landlord's coming in. Um, so, um, yes. So Virgil, uh, the boy's landlord, is giving them a hard time this episode. They, um, let's see, what happens first? The well, first they are about to kiss. Or do they kiss? And then they go into the apartment and they're about to, like, get down. Right. And then Barry and Neil walk in and they're like, oh, it's a cold black. What a- cold black is when they're about to, oh, yeah, segregate. We got to segregate the laundry room or something like that. Barry says something ridiculous. And like <laughs> Kelly's lady boner, as she calls it, is mm-hmm. killed when the oh, because, pig touches yeah. her leg and the grossness of and just the, just general, the male the, apartment. The mold, the, the uh, bachelor yeah. pad. Mm-hmm. Everything of a bachelor pad is killing her lady boner. And that's And I was like, is that a term girls actually say? Lady boner? Yeah. I hear it like a lot. A thing? Is Within that like the a last new thing? <laughs> I think it's very uh common. It's recent vernacular okay. cuz like in the last year or two I feel like I hear lady boner all the time. I think there's a, um a friend of mine has a comedy show called Lady Boner, so hmm. yeah, it's a common is thing. Is that hard to get in? <laughs> that would have been where you <laughs> Um, as long as it's not in a bachelor pad. And then they go down to see because what happens first? The tree doesn't fall through the seal the the building yet. I can't remember, but I know as soon as they go to Virgil's apartment and he opens the door, he has that sweet portrait of him as like one of the characters from Miami Vice <laughs> holding a cat. Yes. And then he has like all these stolen items from the boys, like which reminds you, like in the first episode, he steals their their flat screen TV. He has Neil's headphones. He has Barry's shirt. What Barry thinks is Santa Claus, but it's really Frederick <laughs> it's Douglass. Frederick Douglass. He says he uses it as a night shirt. Yeah, it's huge it's, on him too. It's ridiculous. It's details like that that it's like God, the this show has so much potential. potential. It's so funny. It's got such little funny, funny dialogue, funny details like that. Um, it's the, in my opinion, it's the character development that is that we need that is lacking. But we can we can get into that. But the show has so much potential. It's funny. It has its funny moments, um, like things like that. But um, so Virgil um, 
gives them sort of, is it an ultimatum? It's, he's like, you can, uh, Kelly can switch apartments with me, or you can get rid of the pig. Uh, this I'm jumping uh, slightly ahead to mm-hmm. get rid of the tree that's come yeah. through there. Uh, Pretty ra- much randomly falls into their apartment. If they want any renovations to their apartment, they gotta do what Virgil wants, which is either trade apartments with Kelly or get rid of the pig James Franco. Yes, they want neither. And and we don't. <laughs> and they never say what how this tree fell, fell. into the apartment. Yeah. It just like crashed. Why? It just happened. Just crashed on through. Uh, so, so they embark on trying to decide whether they, they don't want to get rid of James Franco and Kelly's apartment is three times bigger than Virgil's apartment. So of course she doesn't want to move. Um, so they, um, they're trying to just deal with the tree and they decide to, they (laughs) make a pulley system and they're like, we love the tree. We're totally fine with it. We're just going to live around the tree. We're going to have some syrup. Yeah. You know, (laughs) We're just going to... They start naming the animals that come, like the squirrel, and they're like, oh, is that Fred? Oh, that's Fred. You know, <laughs> like, oh, it's just trying to pretend like they're making the best of it and so that Kelly's like, oh, okay, I'll switch apartments, but really they hate it. Yes. <laughs> and then they and they try to, um, they decide to pretend that they're getting rid of James Franco uh, by giving it to Cooper's brother. Um, Who they have read over their lease. Yes. And which is ridiculous. <laughs> He's like, it says in here you got two months to take care of Uncle, what is it? It was like. Oh, yeah, Uncle. Go- uh, Uncle Goya? Uncle or Goya. Something. Yeah. And then Barry's like, I love Uncle Goya. Uncle, Uncle Gohar. <laughs> yeah. Uncle Gohar. He's just like, oh, yeah, I wonder how he's doing. Like, he's craziness. such a. Virgil's kind of a, um, like a Lotkut character, like just mm-hmm. ambiguous background. We don't know where Uncle Gohar is, who where he's from, but. Um, he's such a fun character, Virgil. Um, and so they, um, they hide the pig. Obviously it can't, Leslie, uh, will not, uh, sleep. I loved it. She was like, the kids are asleep. That's all it takes to turn me on now. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's great. Yeah. That is like every parent that watched that was like, yeah, (laughs) like hits home. Um, and then she pulls back the sheets and sees James Franco in the bed and it's like, no. Yes, that's disgusting. Uh, giant hog in the bed. Um, not were the you ca- ever part of that phase when people were getting like potbelly pigs as pets? Was that a phase? That was a phase. <laughs> I was in like elementary school and I knew like two or three really? people that had them and they were like all about them. I mean, I grew up in the country and I've never oh. known anyone who owned a potbellied pig. That's I'm- because everyone's seen Charlotte, Charlotte's Web so they know what happens to those in the yeah. country. Yeah. Yeah, or like... But yeah, it was like a thing. Really? Like, like kind of how, like, when Paris Hilton made, like, mini chihuahuas, then, mm-hmm. like, having a dog is, like, an accessory cool. Yeah. Like, when I was in elementary school, if you had a potbelly pig, you were, like, the hip kid. Wow. And then by junior high, it was, like, you needed a ball python or, like, a snake or Where something. Where did you grow up? I grew up in New York, and then I moved out here when I was, like, nine. Mm. So it was weird. So it was here? Yeah, kind of. Like, wow. a mix of both things. I guess it's, like, <laughs> it's like now everybody wants a chicken coop in their backyard. Like, yeah. that's a hip thing. I yeah. definitely, I want a chicken coop in my backyard. If I had a yard, I don't have a yard. That's the that's what's keeping me from my chickens. I don't know how your landlord is. <laughs> if I were Cooper Barrett, I would put a chicken coop in my hallway, and chaos would ensue. Maybe that's the next season. Maybe that's what happens next. Um, come on, Kelly, you do that. Let's see Kelly 
embrace some sort of weird quirkiness other than just being the love interest. Um, so they realize that... Um, they're making it too easy for Virgil. Yes. And they're going to do crappy tenant things like play music really loud. <laughs> really loud. Too bad Virgil doesn't and care and breaks out the musket gun and shoots through the floor. <laughs> a musket. Um, <laughs> because he just has one. Yeah. And why wouldn't he have, why like wouldn't a, he have a musket? musket? And gun? why wouldn't the landlord care about shooting, shooting a, a hole, hole through the floor? The floor? <laughs> like this place is just getting destroyed and they, they're all just looking out for their own like, I have to win. It doesn't yeah. matter what happens to this building. And then, like, Kelly comes into the apartment, and there's a rug over the hole in the floor <laughs> that still has a hole in the rug that yeah. he shot through. And they're like, oh, you know, like, he's going to get rid of the tree. Yeah. Oh, he is? You decided to change apartments? No. <laughs> I decided to get rid of the pig. And they are not happy. And they got to go on the mission to find the pig. They have to go to a farm, and um, and and it seems like it's a a wonderful place for a pig. It would be a lot happier there. It's a petting zoo. Petting zoo. Yeah. Oh, how nice. But the boys, um, they really miss James Franco. And as Kelly sees sees how they're reacting to their missing pig, she sympathizes and uh, realizes that they can't get rid of James Franco. They really love him that much. Which made me think of, because I've had to deal with pets a lot lately. Like, my brother just had to put his dog to sleep. And then, like, we just got two new cats a couple months ago. And, like, before we got those cats, I was like, really? Do we need two more cats? Mm. Like, come on. But now we've had them. Mm -hmm. I love them. They're, like, my pets. So, like, I come home. I'm like, Ace, where you at? Ash, where you at? You know, like, (laughs) I want to say hi to them. And they're so weird. Like, they rub against you. But when you pet them, they run away. It's so weird. And I was never a cat person, ever. I'm not a cat person. And now, like, having pets, like, you learn to love them. So, like, at first I was like, who could freaking have a pig (laughs) as a pet? But then, like, you realize, like, oh, you know, you become attached to things. I would have a pig before I would have a cat. That's for sure. I would own anything before I owned a cat. I would own, um, you know what's creepy? I have a neighbor who has... A tarantula? That doesn't bother me actually. That's I wouldn't mind that. I would not mind. I wouldn't mind um, insects or reptiles. What is weird is I have a neighbor who has birds, and birds are they weird. They don't shut up. They don't shut up. But it's it's not so much the annoyance of it because I only hear it at certain times of the day. But like it's mostly I just something's weird when you hear birds coming from an apartment. And sometimes my neighbor will play like classical music, and I'm just like it's just such a Hannibal Lecter like. <laughs> classical music and birds i'm like this my neighbor who i've lived Does he next have a to basement because you might tw- want to check it out for 12 years and i still don't really know this person but i hear classical music and birds it's oh, he's gotta be a killer a that's quiet got, murderer that's got screenwriting written all over it. <laughs> based solely on the fact that classical music and birds together are creepy yeah. um so uh so kelly uh in, rushes it, back to the petting zoo to get James Franco to back. To get the pig back for And the for guy them. she talks to is great. He's like, oh, that pig, he wasn't meant for a petting <laughs> zoo. He was meant he to was, sit home and watch, watch TV. TV. So what'd you do with him? Oh, we sent him to a slaughterhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Oh, poor pig. Um, so then they, of course, have to uh, go uh, enlist the help of uh, Cooper's brother, and everybody goes to get... This Get back James from Franco from the slaughterhouse. And luckily, they stumble upon the um, the trailer 
of the petting of the slaughterhouse where it's going at the halfway house, which is right by where I live. Oh, that's... and they have great breakfast. They're only open like early in the morning. They close mm-hmm. at like two, so they're okay. like an early morning breakfast place. But they have really good food and. They shoot tons of movies there. Like, mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre was shot there. Really? And, like, it's just, like, a haggard old restaurant that uh-huh. they never changed, so it looks perfect Ooh, for I gotta a movie go there. set. Sponsored today by the Halfway, Halfway House. House. <laughs> Located on Sierra Highway. <laughs> um, and I love, see, like, this is what I think you want more of, and I love this, but they only gave us a second of it, mm-hmm. is, like, the tires... Like popped, or they're trying to change the trailer or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're trying to put the trailer on the back of the van, and Josh is like, "You guys are doing that wrong." And they're like, "Well, how should we be doing it?" And he's like, "I don't know. Usually Leslie does this for me." And I could so relate to this because I am not a man's man at all whatsoever. Like, I don't know how to change a tire. I've never f- freaking changed a tire. And like at my other job, the sink broke, and like all the girls were like, "Here, fix this." And I was like, <laughs> "Just because I'm a dude doesn't mean I know how to do this." So, like, acknowledging that, like, Josh even being, like, the man in the relationship and, like, the lawyer and, mm-hmm. like, the, the I, I bring home the bacon and I wear the pants. He's like, I don't know how to change that. Leslie, Leslie does, does that. that. You... So, like, more of acknowledging that, like, yeah, yeah, the women in this show are not here just to be fillers or yeah. just to be eye candy. Or just you to are exactly correct. The plot. I, Along, I loved know? that line. I loved that line because it just makes Leslie interesting. And mm-hmm. Leslie, like I've said she's before, so she, she's great. She is interesting. She's funny. Like the three scenes she had in this episode mm-hmm. were all fantastic. Like, oh, mm-hmm. the kids. But I'm this episode, on. especially, and I hate to keep going back to this, but like this episode, Kelly and Leslie's only purpose was to make out and have sex with the male counterparts. Like, that's their only drive, their only goal this episode. Leslie's only goal was to have sex with her husband. It's like, just let's blow it out a little bit. Let's let's get a little more. Let's get a little more it's of the 2016, details. 2016, people. 2016. Let's get a little more of the details. Yes. Um, so, um, yes. So they get, they they're managed to get the trailer away from the guy, um, the uh, truck driver bringing, bringing James Franco to the slaughterhouse. They get it on the freeway but then it's it unhitches, unhitches run away and we see our opening yeah we're clip back to the beginning cooper and kelly on the roof holding on for dear life and then they end up at the hospital <laughs> and is she okay and you don't know who she is and then it's like oh james franco is really a she yeah and she just gave birth to a bunch of little piglets adorable yeah. And they're like, see, isn't this little piglet so cute? Like, this is how it was when we got her. And, and how Kelly could you gets, not... she's like, oh, I understand yeah. now. I and then what it. do they do? Give one to Virgil, because if the <laughs> landlord has one, you can have one too. Yeah. <laughs> and Virgil loves it. Yeah. Virgil, heart of gold uh, on the inside. And then Cooper's, like, moral of the story is, like, everyone, <laughs> everyone, uh, Read your lease. <laughs> and even the toughest people have a soft spot in their heart. Yes. And then we have this just everything that you've been saying is wrong with the show is all accompanied at the end with like the final kiss and the break and mm-hmm. the sprinklers and the water. And mm-hmm. then the, like it was like every love movie cliche <laughs> wrapped right there. Like the water, the kiss. The slow turn as she leaves, yeah. like it was just like, oh man. Yeah. I knew it. I was like, Tamara's gonna be like, <laughs> oh, no. yeah. 
Um, and then, I mean, also, too, like, I, I, I think the actress that plays Kelly must have had a cold when they were recording this because her voice was just extra sultry this episode. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, uh, let's just let's get away from their will they, won't they for a little bit. And let's see the ladies have a, a, a bromance for a little bit so that we can. Yeah. Let's. Um, but should we move into? Let's move into some news and gossip. Yeah, let's move. You have some good. I have, have some, some good juicy stuff. news. Uh, I know Charlie Sackton, who plays Neil through other stuff, and I saw him this weekend, and I was like, "Hey, we're dying to get you in studio for the Cooper Barrett After Show on AfterBuzz TV," and he's like, "I'd love to come in." Monday, today, he was going to have a meeting with the other cast and crew members and people involved at Cooper Barrett to see where the show is going and where they're headed because he feels that there's a lot of hot and cold with it, which I totally agreed. And we talked and I was just letting him know as like a viewer, it's hard when like you're here one week and then not here the next week, but they hadn't tell you that you're not going to be here the next week. Mm. And me and him were both in agreement that like they are investing a lot of money in this show. Why are they making it so hard for viewers and people to catch up with it and be a part of it? Because, like, they're sending them on tours to colleges to do screenings and, like, they're on billboards and they're tweetings. And he said they were going to have a media, uh, meeting today to go over, like, social media and what they can do to help and where the show is going as far as, like, where they should be pushing it. Because mm-hmm. so. I follow the show on Instagram, but they really just post, like... They really just post kind of ads yeah. to watch the show. I guess they, they yeah, they need to, like hook um you know he's barry dude we both love barry yeah. he's, he's like, funny he's so, awesome yeah like, and like i like i follow them on twitter so like i'll see like they do like the tweets of like hey we're headed to like this college come check us out or like we're going live like get ready west coast like for both things so like the casts are involved mm-hmm. you know it's just like who's who's making the calls to pull what triggers and like where right. they're headed right you know and definitely like maybe there's an episode where we don't see any of the guys and it's just focused on the girls. That would be like, fantastic. Like we go, like maybe Josh has to play stay at home dad for a week and we go to work with Leslie and see mm-hmm. what she does or that some, would be great. something just Let's... to let us know that like they're, they're two sides of this coin mm-hmm. and it's not just like mm-hmm. dudes chasing tail. Yep. This is, this is the point of the, obviously show. that's a part of life, but, but we we're getting it's just it's just so one-sided because we're getting different uh dynamics of the guys friendship and personalities and stuff like that and we are just not getting that with the ladies so let's just let's just and it hasn't it been like bit. the things they've done with the ladies haven't been funny like mm-hmm. anything involved with Leslie or Kelly has been funny from like the karaoke thing to like the awkward thing where like the couple thought that they wanted to be swingers but they really didn't want to be swingers mm-hmm. like so the girls are funny. It's not like they're not funny. Mm-hmm. It's just like the potential of like taking the reins off and letting them go mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. But. And the only other, I mean, like the sorority episode, the only other, the only time we're getting ladies in the episode, they just seem to be love interests. That's it. We can't seem to get a female in this series that serves any other purpose other than a hookup or a love interest or something like that. Like it's things like that. Um, you know, we, we don't want to harp on it, but those are just uh, constructive criticism. It's a, like we said, it has potential. It's a funny show. There's a lot of so many funny details and stuff like that. So, um, do I think we, that's everything. Yeah. Do we have, do you have any predictions? Predictions? Not really. I, I hope that, 
I don't know how this is episode six. Mm -hmm. I would say they probably did 12 episodes, maybe, maybe 10. So I would think we'll at least get this entire season Mm -hmm. and hopefully it'll get renewed for a second season. But I definitely think like changes need to be made and things need to be fixed and, you know, they need to figure out where they want to go as far as the show. Because like. Right now they're on Sundays. I think like Simpsons is their lead in, which is amazing which for is them. Huge, I mean, that's like, super like, that's lucky what I'm for saying. Them. Like Fox is making the effort to make the show successful. Yeah. Like Paula Abdul. Yeah. Freaking Simpsons is your lead in. All the promotion. Like mm-hmm. they're working hard to make this successful. So why not like really put all your chips into it and mm-hmm. see what people are saying? Because I'm sure you're not the only one. Let alone like just another like. Not the only person, not just a female who feels this way. Because mm-hmm. I see everything. And, like, I thought that was, like, one of the best lines in the whole episode was about, like, oh, Leslie always changes the tires yeah. and does these. Because yeah. I can relate to that. And I'm sure there's other guys that can also. Yeah. So. Yeah. The potential so, is there. They just got to figure well, out what to do with yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> let's just hone in, guys. Let's, uh, let's, we, we're rooting for you. So we, let's wrap it up there, I guess, yeah. for, for episode six. Um, so thank you so much for watching. Please comment. Give us your opinions of the show. Is there anything that you think you want to see the show a direction that it should go in? Are you enjoying it? What are you thinking? Are you agreeing with us? Disagreeing? Just let us know. Yeah, and Goonies still holds up, Cooper Barrett. <laughs> That's true. Oh, we forgot to mention that. Yeah. yeah. Come on. <laughs> um, I am Tamara Brown. I'm on Twitter at Brown Tamara. I'm James Frank. You can find me on Twitter at the Jimbo Slice. You should also find me here at the Lucha Underground after show on Thursdays at 10 o'clock. Ooh, cool. All right, so we will see you next time. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.